Hello and welcome back to Pray With Me. Let's get these blessings started. I'm your host, Pamela Staten, and I'm hoping that those of you that are coming every day to pray with me are feeling the ritual of prayer, the habit that we're forming and that we are touching base with God head on firsthand and that he's showing up in your life. Dedicating today's podcast to my brother Rod, my girlfriend Dee, my mother, and my daughter. Okay, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Good morning, God. You're ushering in another day, untouched and freshly new. So here I come to ask you, God, if you'll renew me too. Forgive the many errors that I made yesterday, and let me try again, dear God, to walk closer in thy way. But Father, I am well aware I can't make it on my own, so take my hand and hold it tight, for I can't walk alone. I'm dedicating this next prayer to my friend Hildred. She and I talked today about the power of this particular prayer. Heavenly Father, I call on you right now in a special way. It is through your power that I was created. Every breath I take, every morning I wake, and every moment of every hour I live under your power. Father, I ask you now to touch me with that same power. For if you created me from nothing, you can certainly recreate me. Fill me with the healing power of your spirit. Cast out anything that should not be in me mend what is broken, root out any unproductive cells, open any blocked arteries or veins, and rebuild any damaged areas. Remove all inflammation and cleanse any infection. Let the warmth of your healing love pass through my body to make new any unhealthy areas so that my body will function the way you created it to function. And Father, Restore me to full health in mind, body, and spirit so that I may serve you the rest of my life. I ask this through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. Okay, open your Bibles up to Proverbs 17 because today's April 17th. These are God's instructions. Better a dry crust with peace and quiet than a house full of feasting with strife. A prudent servant will rule over a disgraceful son and will share the inheritance as one of the family. The crucible for silver and the furnace for gold, but the Lord tests the heart. A wicked person listens to deceitful lips. A liar pays attention to a destructive tongue. Whoever mocks the poor shows contempt for their maker. Whoever gloats over disaster will not go unpunished. Children's children are a crown to the aged, and parents are the pride of their children. Eloquent lips are unsuited to a godless fool. How much worse lying lips to a ruler. A bribe is seen as a charm by one who gives it. They think success will come at every turn. Whoever would foster love covers over an offense, 
but whoever repeats the matter separates close friends. A rebuke impresses a discerning person more than a hundred lashes a fool. Evildoers foster rebellion against God. The messenger of death will be sent against them. Better to meet a bear robbed of her cubs than a fool bent on folly. Evil will never leave the house of one who pays back evil for good. Starting a quarrel is like breaching a dam, so drop the matter before a dispute breaks out. Acquitting the guilty and condemning the innocent, the Lord detests them both. Why should fools have money in hand to buy wisdom when they are not even able to understand it? A friend loves at all times and a brother is born for a time of adversity. One who has no sense shakes hands in pledge and puts up security for a neighbor. Whoever loves a quarrel loves sin. Whoever builds a high gate invites destruction. One whose heart is corrupt does not prosper. One whose tongue is perverse falls into trouble. To have a fool for a child brings grief. There is no joy for the parent of a godless fool. A cheerful heart is good medicine, but a crushed spirit dries up the bones. The wicked accept bribes in secret to pervert the course of justice. A discerning person keeps wisdom in view, but a fool's eyes wander to the ends of the earth. A foolish son brings grief to his father and bitterness to the mother who bore him. If imposing a fine on the innocent is not good, surely to flog honest officials is not right. The one who has knowledge uses words with restraint and whoever has understanding is even-tempered. Even fools are thought wise if they keep silent and discerning if they hold their tongues. Amen. Powerful instruction from our Lord. Take heed. I'll be right back. I love, love, love to read from In Touch Magazine. Today, they're talking about believing God in every situation. Knowing that the Lord is overseeing and directing every circumstance in our life is a great comfort, but it can also raise questions about his role in the process. For example, how is he involved in situations that in and of themselves are not good? Does God cause people to sin? The answer is no. He never initiates sin, nor does he tempt us to do evil. Christ came to rescue us from the penalty, power, and eventually the very presence of sin. How does the Lord use our sin for good? When we make a mistake, the Holy Spirit convicts us and reveals the ugliness of sin so that we can confess and repent. Then, if we persist in disobedience, the Lord disciplines us so that we can become more like Christ and share his holiness. In the process, we experience his grace and forgiveness. 
Yes, God does discipline. Okay, is God involved in the lives of believers? His love and kindness are demonstrated generally by his provisions and blessings for earthly life, but specifically in the giving of his son as the savior of mankind. Whenever you're not sure about how God thinks about sin or deals with it, go to his word. He will guide you into truth. Amen. God's promises day by day. He shall stand and feed his flock in the strength of the Lord. I have often thought of Jesus's words when he was only hours removed from the cross. In his prayer to the Father, he said, I glorified thee on the earth, having accomplished the work which thou hast given me to do. <coughs> Excuse me. A little over 33 years after his arrival in Bethlehem, there he stood in Jerusalem, saying, in effect, it's a wrap. He had done everything the Father sent him to do. And in the final analysis, that is what mattered. <coughs> Sorry. God's way day by day. Today, God will provide. Do not worry about tomorrow, for tomorrow will worry about its own things. Sufficient for the day is its own, for it has its own trouble. When we come face to face with our inadequacies, failures, and limitations, we are prone to frustration, worry, and anxiety. We don't like recognizing that we cannot control all that we desire to control or that the world does not spin around us. Jesus said, in effect, rather than focus on what you desire, which will always lead to the realization of what you cannot do and be in your own strength, turn your attention to what God desires. Focus instead on what he can enable you to do and be. Concentrate on what he has prepared for you and desires for you, he will provide it. Amen. Commanding your morning, a daily devotional. Make things happen. Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. Dear God, I take authority over my life and my day. I will no longer experience cycles of defeat. I will not wander aimlessly through life. I align my words and my will with your word. I meditate on your word and allow it to renew my mind. Therefore, I take sure steps on a solid foundation of truth. I walk in success and prosperity. I have a fresh anointing, no more frustration, no more defeat. No more hopelessness and despair. Thank you, Father, for doing a new thing in me. In Jesus' name, amen. Prayers in the wilderness. Ah, pray along with me. This is a meditation for the loving power of grace. Father, as I begin my day, I am thankful for your grace.
It is reassuring to know a force greater than me is working on my behalf and your grace is the confidant and the loving power I need. Lord, I am aware you are challenging me to operate with a dependency on faith, your word and your grace. In my distress, your voice speaks and reminds me your grace is already intervening in my dilemmas. When I prefer to speak from flesh and not spirit, your grace offers me forgiveness. In the midst of emotional and physical pain, your grace is the physician that brings healing. As I strive to be a vessel rooted in your word, I realize my development is connected to your unmerited favor. Your grace, not my intellect, is the transforming power in my life. Please help me to grow in your grace. Teach me to appreciate and even expect your unmerited favor to lead me from despair to hope. Help me to receive the instruction and spiritual understanding grace will provide for my growth. Show me how to depend on your grace. When I am confused and afflicted, send your grace to rescue me. When the adversary creates disorder in my life, empower me with grace to avoid his deceptive devices. And when my joy is weak, supply my spirit with strength and grace to recall you are my joy. Father, I thank you for the love you reveal through your grace. It blesses me with spiritual power to do your will. It assures me of your presence in my life. It comforts me when I am troubled. It is the answer to problems which are beyond my ability to solve. It is the love essential for my being. So I praise you for grace. That is a powerful gift of your love. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Here's some scriptures. Proverbs 3, surely he scorns the scornful, but gives grace to the humble. Romans 5, therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom also we have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice in hope of the glory of God. Ephesians 1, having predestined us to adoption as sons of Jesus Christ to himself, according to the good pleasure of his will, to the praise of the glory of his grace by which he made us accepted in the beloved. In him we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins, according to the riches of his grace, which he made to abound toward us in all wisdom and prudence. Amen. God's purpose for your life. April 17th, it says impediments. Our soul waits for the Lord. He is our help and our shield. Many things can impede us from embracing God's will, but I want to tell you about two very common ones. 
setting our focus on the things of this world rather than Jesus. When we become so attached to worldly issues of status and identity that we lose the bigger picture of what Christ wants to accomplish through us, then when God doesn't give us what we erroneously think gives us worth, we become discouraged and are tempted to sin. This is always disastrous. Second, taking a shortcut around God's planned route. We get tired of waiting for the Lord and either rush ahead of him or go into another direction altogether. But remember, timing is everything to God. He will not change his mind about his plan for you because he has training and blessings that he wants you to enjoy. Today, if you are tempted to doubt God's plan or timetable, stop and ask him to speak to your heart and encourage you as you wait. The Lord wants you to finish the course that he set before you and be victorious in this life. So set your heart on obeying and honoring him because that is the unimpeded path to life at its best. Amen. Jesus, speak to my heart. I set my eyes on you and wait, trusting your plan and timing. Amen. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back. Oh, such beautiful messages today. My goodness. Uh, Got to say a prayer for those affected by coronavirus. Uh, Lord Jesus, you heal the sick. We pray that the coronavirus that has affected so many in our world can be contained, controlled, and cured. We lift up to your mercy all those affected, all those working hard to study and cure this illness, and all healthcare professionals and emergency management teams that are working day and night to keep us safe. Pray for us, Lord Jesus, and hear our prayer. Amen. Hey, close your eyes, our daily prayer. Dear God, as I begin this day, let me turn my thoughts to you and ask your help in guiding me in everything I say and do. Give me the patience that I need to keep my peace of mind. And with life's cares, I hope, dear God, some happiness to find. Let me live but for today, not worrying what's ahead, for I have trust that you will see I get my daily bread. Give me courage to face life's trials and not from troubles run. Let me keep this thought in mind, thy will, not mine, be done. And if some wish I do not get, though I have prayed to thee, help me to believe and understand you know what's best for me. I failed you many times, I know, but when tonight I rest, I hope that I can kneel and say, dear God, I've tried my best. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me, thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. 
Thou preparest the table before me in the presence of mine enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil and my cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. I want to give a shout out to my friend MJ. She's so obedient. She has such a great walk with God. He has his arms around her this very minute. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Amen. Please let me know you're listening. Tell a friend, share the podcast, and you can contact us at anchor.fm forward slash Pamela hyphen M hyphen Staten forward slash support. Okay. Pamela hyphen M hyphen S-T-A-T-O-N forward slash support. Okay. God bless you. Until next time. Bye-bye.